got new hair. New hair. <laughs> anytime I remember, new anytime hair. I remember, look at your life. It's like I, I don't know if you've seen that Boba video of him when he had a new haircut. Where he's like new hair, new style, new opportunities. That's how you're hello, hello. right now. Look at your background, looking different. I said my hairline yeah. is even like it's like your hairline is even your hairline is on, on a better rule today. If just you, if you like, once, I thought I was losing hair, man. Bro, <laughs> now, now look at you. It's like, you know, when you're stepping up, life is just like, everything just seems, good, everything just feels like it's floating. And I feel like you're floating right now. Only you, <laughs> big apartment like this, big Honestly, man. space wow, in a new freaking country. You're one of those people that who realize they've not spoken to someone too much. So, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from uh, the East Coast of uh, the United States of America, all the way from a warland, yes, Chirac, Chirac, the Windy City, Chicago, we present to you a new man, a new life, a new city, a new country, a new, 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 new. Trinola is in the building today from a whole different country, guys. I don't have the, I don't have, you know what? That's part of, that's part of the functions that actually are coming with the new. I I feel like I keep hyping this new studio. First of all, let me. I I don't know. I keep saying that we are in a temporary space right now. We are in a temporary space. Everything is. We are almost there. Literally two weeks. New space. It's going to be. It's going to be actually very busy for us. Like a few days ago, we were just talking about, okay, what, what do we want to put in this space? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we want to do with it? Like, basically, well, it's my house. Basically, it's my house <laughs> that I'm trying to rebuild into a studio, but it is going to yeah. be, it is going to, it will always give a house slash studio vibe. So mm-hmm. that is one thing I am doing with that space. So right now, we're doing a lot of soft launches. Cough, cough, you can see behind there's a soft launch, but yes, so there are a lot of soft launches that are actually just logo. Done. Hey! shout out. First of all, guys, shout out to Ola for carrying my slack for the last few weeks. I've just been slacking. <laughs> in terms of producing, in terms of uh, promo, promo, bro. Literally, every week that we don't post, I know I'm meant to be saying we're not posting this week. Last week, we we're meant to post, but we didn't post. So now I'm back here to apologize. Apol- oh, apologize. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's alright. That's all we team. That's all we team. But yeah, man. Like, look at that. I'm so I'm so gassed about the new the new art. The new, like the release logo art or whatever you want to call it. This is a release logo. So I've been studying SEO, and you know, you know, we've been st- we've been we've been looking for new ways to pivot. And now, <laughs> I just started looking at SEO, bro. I lit- I kid you not. I was like. Okay, I kind of know this, but it now makes sense how we can mm-hmm. use SEO and all those kind of things to do our work. And you know, we're, I would say we're in pivoting stage. I don't know. Like, yeah. So, me, I like, like, I feel like I feel sometimes, like, w- sorry, sorry. Well, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like for me, like, as someone who has vision and everything, one thing about me is that all I just know is that I just sometimes all I just do is show up because I don't want to think mm-hmm. about the future. I don't want to jump higher than. I'm meant to jump or maybe it's not the season. So sometimes I just coast and that's what we've been co- that's what I've been coasting. But lately he has been the one that's been like, There's more to this, there's more to this. And technically speaking, there is more to this. But yep. to temper my expectations, I prefer to coast. Nah man. It's, I mean, it's like we always talk about it's okay to to dream. 
it's okay to imagine beyond where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. But like imagining is one thing, the other thing is to actually take tangible steps. Yeah. Especially like if you believe in what you're doing. And I'm the mm-hmm. kind of person who's like once I get passionate about a thing, I will literally beat this thing to the ground. Until I'm like, okay, this thing is not working. What can I learn from it and what can I do different? Yeah. But I believe so much in what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And even a lot from like the encouragement that I've gotten from people where you know, there are literally people that are like, oh, yo, um, we have the notification bell on for your episodes. So when it drops. Hey, know, what? What's that? What is a notification bell? I know I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, whenever people say this, it's like, I have a notification bell to hear me. I'm just like, me? It's crazy. No, I I rate myself. I rate myself. eh? But sometimes, like, when you hear that from people, it's like, what am I saying? Literally, guys. It's it's crazy. Like, I'm like, me, I know because there's nothing, I won't be part of something that I don't Mm -hmm. believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like it always has to pass my filter first. And I believe so strongly in what we're doing here. And I think giving a voice to... Honestly, a lot of the people I feel who will listen to release down the line are probably not listening right now. Because I, f- I feel like release is a podcast that people will come to when they're in a certain season of life. You know, so I believe a lot in what we're doing. I think we engage in some very, very interesting topics, mm-hmm. and we're just—it's releases what releases. Honestly, there's no way to kind of like describe what we do here. We just come and we talk. That should just be that should be our bio. We just we just come, just come and, we, and talk. we talk. We just come yeah. and we talk. Because like it's it, it, to me like okay, I know it's I won't say it's a new season, but I would say it's uh it's a pivoting stance where we are right now in yeah. terms of in terms of uh certain things okay wow sorry i just looked at the view of myself in the camera and the space i'm just like i can do more with this sorry my brain goes that way but yes okay. the thing is that yeah like it's a pivoting stance where we are right now and looking forward it is a place where it's like okay what's next then like you know like I said, me, I'm always, I don't, like, my preferred stand sometimes is that, because once I start running after something, yeah, mm-hmm. I will run. Run, uh, man. I hate, I hate being consumed by things. That's the one thing I hate being consumed, because once I get into, co- there, no, there, I, I, this is the thing, like, there's a, the, mm-hmm. like, once I get into consumption mode where it's like, I am going to, it's not consumption mode, once I get into that area where it's like, I'm consumed by this thing and I'm fighting for this thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that nothing can stop me, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like I'm going to control every factor. So mm-hmm. I don't like in that moment. I'm not enjoying it anymore. That's why mm-hmm. for me, that's why I pre- sometimes prefer to coast because I'm just like you know what, I'm going to take absolute control of this situation. That's why now people think I, I have this. I know right now I have this like a lackadaisical mm-hmm. like stance, or will I say stance like? Approach. But you, like yeah, like a, like a disco approach to things and everything. But deep down, I'm a I'm a very serious person, and I take things mm-hmm. one thing at a time, put things in place and everything. Like and like right now, I just like <laughs> for instance. Now let me t- let me explain myself right now. 
like for a period right now i just went like i was we i just finished a an ex- spiritual exercise and everything and i was like you know i'm coming back to this thing i'm going to start taking care of my physical health and all these kind of things and my fear is always like once i am now in this space where i'm enjoying this mm-hmm. i want to do this but my fear is when you like that's the thing with me like once i fear of when this thing wanes away when this fight battle mm-hmm. so like i'm an ambitious person but that space where it's like when it's going to f- like the ambition die, like i won't say i won't say die like the feeling dies is like okay i i i'm looking for a space where i'm just like you know what there's still more to fight for this there's still i still want this i still want this and everything like mm-hmm. that yeah hmm. that was interesting um hmm. That's interesting. I'm trying to think of, I guess, myself in that light. Because I know for myself, I'm I'm also a very <laughs> extremely ambitious person. Um, and I like to try different things and just experiment. Uh, I find that for me a lot of my issue is maybe completing the things that I start or kind of seeing it to a certain point. And I think that's something that I'm actively working on, uh, to be honest, because I do a lot of pivoting. And I think I pivot when I realize that maybe certain things are not working or things are not um, having the expected result. But I think I'm learning and God is teaching me in this time to just be patient. Here we go, that word again. Always finding us everywhere we're going. You know what? That's like been the biggest lesson I've been learning this year is patience. And you know what? I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, God, I trust you. (laughs) Like, I know the promise will take time. But I trust you. Mm-hmm. You have shown yourself to be. Ah, Mixer is acting up. Mixer is acting up again? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't see any signal that is acting up again. Well, the audio I'm hearing is. The audio you're hearing is bad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ladies it's... and gentlemen, <laughs> I would try to fix this now. Just give me a moment. We'll stop. We'll be right back. This is why we're begging. We're we're trying to fix everything. Send money. Send money, please. Okay. Are we good now? Are we live? Happy New Year, guys. My name is Fontal, and uh, I'm here. I don't like I don't like being in this kind of spaces, but I'm here this year to start something new, start a new adventure, and I think um, one of the best ways people feel heard and seen and people would like to be loved is through prayer and so my adventure this year one of the adventures i would like to start is a prayer request form it's a google form so it's called god hears you because i believe god hears you no matter how small no matter how big god hears you and uh it's gonna be available in the link in my bio every single day of this year and if God wills furthermore further than this year but it's a Google form you can put your prayer request no matter how small no matter how big and I will always try my best to take time to pray about it and just just to know that God hears you to join you in agreement in your prayers as well too so um, 
It's a link in the bio. You can choose to remain anonymous. You can choose to put your name. And I promise confidentiality by God's grace in the name of Jesus. And yeah, it's a new year. New things are about to happen. And I want to join you on an adventure praying along with you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Happy New Year. All right. Maybe what that's about? an ad space again. Just send, me. Send, maybe that's send, send money for equipment for Funto. Don't worry. If you can, you can. Which, by the way, we need to shout out someone who actually listened to us and actually sent money, which was like, I like he got a notification. It's like someone sent us money. I was like, you're lying. And so shout out to, you know what, do the honors because I don't know the fullness of it, but my heart is warm. But yeah. you go ahead and explain it. No, shout out to Theo. I think I've shouted out on one of these episodes before, but she's also the one that did our, our new cover art as well. Um, which we paid for um, but she also sent us money for just to, to help with what we're doing here so shout out to her honestly because that was unexpected as well Yo, and it, it's just crazy man like knowing that like people believe in what we're doing here um, it's, it's crazy and this is I'll say this too because guys like if you believe in what we're doing here and if you enjoy our content Please share it on your story because that stuff actually helps. I think it was like I was thinking about it last night. I saw someone posted a story and they were listening to some other podcast. And I was like, you know when people actually post like podcasts that they listen to on their You know stories? what's funny? I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, when people post like odd podcasts of like that they're listening to on their stories, obviously people who follow them are going to be like, huh interesting this might be something i want to listen to oh if i know this person and they're listening to this Mm -hmm. this might be interesting so Mm -hmm. if you enjoy any of our episodes put it on your story spark the curiosity of your friends put them on release that's enough promo for me but shout out to theo man honestly god bless you for it but yeah he's you know what's funny i don't know i feel like honestly like you're the promo person. I I don't know. I've always said that. Literally with social media, the last thing I want to do is actually put myself out there. Which brings me to the topic now. Which brings me to the topic. Everyone. So shout out. It's wedding season, as we all know. It's wedding season <laughs> everywhere. It's wedding, wedding, wedding everywhere. The pressure. The pressure is getting worse. Sir. It's worse. And yeah. honestly. I would say that I had the most wonderful experience actually being part of a bridal party. It's one of the best experiences of my life. Like, literally, the fact that... And I I always say to people, I think here... People don't understand. If if someone says I'm part of a bridal party, I take it as an honor. Because, bro, it means that actually, yeah, we are friends, but you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, wait, like... Yeah, my you, guy. Are fr- you are fr- you are my guy guy like it's not just mm-hmm. oh we are friends because literally it could be like literally it could be like yeah you're just going to be one of the invited party and that's it yeah. but you choosing to put me part of that yeah mm-hmm. bruv it, 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 it was it, I always tell I always told him I was like bro when he, he put us in the group chat I was like okay what's going on they now said you're part of bar- I, I went to message person and I was like bro I, I want to start crying because like literally <laughs> I could not believe that okay like it, it, it's not it's it, like everyone expects like yeah you're part of a bridal mm. party but it's genuinely I think people need to understand it's genuinely an honor to say okay it's an honor yeah it's an honor to actually be in I to part of um your friend's mm. most one of your friend's most important days 
and this mm. will only happen once in their life by God's grace. But that one important day, they are saying, "Yeah, I want to celebrate with you." But mm. yeah, man, like it's wedding story, season, yeah. and honestly, I'm just it is. It is. This is my story. I haven't been on Instagram. You know me. Okay. <laughs> I'm back off. That's what. That's, this, this is so crazy because I literally. Po- I don't know why. I just posted today. I was like, "Man, wedding season is like it's catching a brother." That means I want to love. <laughs> How can you be? Are you try? Wait, wait, wait! I tried to put the um, what do you call it? Bat, 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 Batman. You know the Batman bat sign. The bat signal. That's what you're doing. That's what you just did. You just put the bat signal out. That's literally what you just put out there. Well, it is what it is. Many people are seeing a signal. Um, I don't know about that, Sha. But you know, we're talking about this. I honestly like. <laughs> This is something that has been on my mind for a long time. Actually, mm-hmm. it's something I even wanted to talk about too. And I've been messaging you about it like just here and there mm-hmm. about how I really do feel like I'm in a new season of life. Um, mm-hmm. I think God has been confronting me about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we spoke about how, because I think for most people who also listen to this podcast, I was yeah. kind of in my I was in my single season for like since the beginning of the year just really embracing singleness, learning to love myself, to be mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. which I've enjoyed, honestly. Like, I mm-hmm. went to my first solo trip, which I feel like is peak, like, self-love. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think got to a point where I was talking to my brother about it, and he was, I was like, man, I don't know if I'll ever find love. Like, I'm, like, trying to focus on this, like, being single or whatever. And my brother... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I actually laughed there, but go ahead. <laughs> and then my brother told me he was like, Yeah, you need to go and ask God like like what 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 purpose was this single season seven? Yeah. And once you have the answer to that you can you can proceed with that information. And then I was praying about it, I was like, Yeah, God, like what what was I actually doing? Like what was the purpose of this season? And then I realized I have healed a lot. And I was talking to my friend Tommy and I was like Man, I feel like for the last few years, I've just been jumping from relationship to relationship and haven't given myself space to heal or time to heal. And it was something I spoke up with my pastor, like in Kingston, and he was like, yeah, you need to heal kind of thing. And I thought it was just, I didn't really take, I didn't carry, I didn't put any weight on that piece of advice. But then I realized just from the last seven, eight months of just being by myself, Man, it was tough because at the beginning, I remember, man, like I was still in this whole, like, you know, this, uh, you know, this perspective you have of like every girl you talk to, could she be my future wife kind of thing? Mm-hmm. That was like heavy on my head, like at the beginning of the year. And then I just honestly, <laughs> the, the prayers I was praying to God, I was like, God, honestly, take this thing away, like slap it out of my head. Like, I don't yeah. want it. Help me yeah. to focus kind of thing. And so, you know, after my brother gave me that piece of advice, I was kind of like, you know what? God, I really feel like this thing has served its purpose. I actually feel for the first time in my life where I'm, I'm not going to say ready, but I think, I, I actually ready, but like ready to face my fears in a way. Because I was talking to you about how, you know, like, I think you actually told me, it was like, bro, this like singleness thing you're doing, like, I feel like it is, like, you're using it to cover up a fear, basically. Did I say know? that? 
I think you said something like that. Probably <laughs> those words. But then the way I understood it was kind of like, you know what? I feel like I've at least what it has served this purpose. But now I feel like I'm I was high. Hi moms. Hello, everybody tell my mom hi. Mommy, say hi, hi to the say hi to the fans. Say hi, scream hi. Hi, everyone. What's up? Hi, photos, mom. Yeah, you can. No, it, no. Did, sorry, sorry, guys. This is my conversation with my mom. The chicken is uh, the chicken is already in air fryer. I just wanted to bring it here so that I can eat it because I haven't eaten yet. That's the thing. Thanks, mom. Yes. Thanks, mom. Love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I think it was a version of the statement, and the way me I understood it was kind of like you. I have maybe been hiding. In this singleness, at least I'll say maybe for the last two months, one month kind of thing, because I think I've just been scared to be vulnerable. And that's something that I think recently has been very convicting, where it's like, dang, like, if I actually acknowledge this desire that I have and whatnot, Thank I actually you, have to bring myself to the point of being vulnerable and like open and open to the possibility of like heartbreak <laughs> again because maybe that's lucky why i was i was scared to do anything anyway i'm rambling sure it's lonely at the top lonely, lonely. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why I said, that's a song in my head money on my mind money i'm i'm sorry that's, that song has been playing in my head for a while i don't know why but yeah, uh, honestly, I would say, you know, I told you from my own perspective what I've always mm-hmm. said about this whole singleness and understanding the thing. Like for me, uh, I've always said that there's a thin line between you trying to single, like you can become just your singleness, yeah, but yeah. you you can't stop living at some point mm. because it feels like, yeah, like to me it was... At some point, it was like there was a line between there was a thin line between singleness and your isolation. I was just like, mm. you need to take care. You need to do this with people. And I always said it. That, let me tell you this: as you think, oh God, okay, this, because this happens to me. This happened to me. The only way to know you're fully healed is when you put pressure on it. Mm. Because trust me, on your own year, that's when you're on your own. You're like you're all you're on your own. No one is yeah. touching you. No one is pricking you. No one is doing this. You're not running mm. on there. You're not doing anything. No one is saying anything that may trigger you. You're on your own. So you're, you're, you're your own space. You're on your own life. And that's a good thing because honestly, I feel like the work will be done regardless. But mm. I always think that the inner work that is needed to be done should be around people. That this, mm-hmm. like, I do believe that people should go through a period of singleness and just yeah, being on their yeah. own and everything. But I feel like there's a next... Wow, okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just felt... Like, there's a next step in that in that you need to now do with people in such a way that mm. there will be things... Because I'll say it for myself, too. I have... Like, before this year, I've been through a whole, like... My mom was probably yeah. two, three years where it was just like, yeah, I need to heal mm. myself. I need to do all of these kind of things. Then I came out. Then I tested it a little bit. And I was like... What the hell did I just t- waste the last two, three years to it? Mm. But 
I won't say it's a waste. And I know that, yes, I'm too, I was so hard on myself. I did the work and I know that I'm still doing the work. It's always a constant mm-hmm. process. But the thing is that you did not, like, the, there's a next level of healing that you need to be around people who are, like, um, healthy, who, are, mm-hmm. who, who can healthily love you and everything. Because, again, you can always walk back from everything. Because sometimes things will trigger you that you will not know unless you're around people. There's a different mm-hmm. level to know because honestly, on your own, you have no idea what your problem is. That's true. You have no idea what your problem is. In your own, you know that you're getting better little by little, but you have no idea what your problems are mm. until you're like fully, uh, you never mm. have a full idea of what the, um, like, the things that you probably need to do some work on and you need to like allow God until to work in you until you're around people. This is just from my perspective, yeah. I know, when I agree with you, you know what's crazy? I think when I was kind of like in the height of my depression, and I even think like up to probably recently, one of the statements that I made when I was very, very much depressed, was I told my brother, I was like, I feel like I'm thinking more about life rather than living life, you know? And so like, I'm like sort of, dreaming about what interactions would be like with people and that's when like i was in the depths of like isolation i was very very isolated like instead of actually living i was like thinking about oh like what would it be i honestly felt like i had lost the art of communicating uh, or like socializing with people i remember like because i hadn't been around with people i would like stare at people like while, while talking to people you know how like when you engage with people like you look at them but then like you take your gaze away and then you look back on them so it's not awkward i feel like because i hadn't done it in a while i just kept on looking at someone uh, at people and there was a point where one of my co-workers he, he like called me out he was like stop looking like why, why are you like staring at me and i was like oh crap i'm not even joking I'm not joking. And no, you saw not. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because you've lost the art of interaction. Yeah. You're not really around people. There's nothing to actually like test who you truly are around. Because again, we're relational beings. Sorry, I'm eating. I haven't eaten anything. To, I'm sorry, I've eaten some, but I'm eating something since I got back. The thing here is that we're relational beings. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like, you don't fully know yourself. On, until you're around people who are healthy, people, yeah. I'm sorry to say, you will, know, you will know some parts of yourself, yeah, but you will not know who you truly are until you're around people because mm. there's a there's a level distance, there's a level in which you will get to where there's where you where you feel like Okay, I do know this about myself. And someone says something about you, you're like, no, that's not who I that's not what I know. Because cause people see see you and sometimes people see through you. They can see mm-hmm. through your see through your your facade and everything and they can yeah. see through all of that. But they but they can ne- but them seeing through you is what is needed because you cannot hide that from them. Mm-hmm. You can hide it from yourself long enough, but you cannot hide it from the other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's tough? What was tough for me right now is because I know. 
I know I need to be around people. Mm-hmm. I know I need community. I think that's one of the things that I've been praying for since the beginning of the year. Like even in January, that was my prayer. Like, ah, oh, God, send me community, send me community. And I, it's something I always told my mom, always told my dad when I talk to them. And I'll be like, man, it's like community is so elusive because, you know, um, like the church I was going to in Ottawa, to be honest, and I, and I told, like, I've told a few of the people there is that, like, my first Sunday there, when all the young adults met, I, you know, when you've, you, you know, you step into a place and you can tell there's a group dynamic, or like, oh, people, you know, no, 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 but I mean, like, in a good way, like, you step into a place and you know there's a group dynamic, I didn't yeah. feel that when I came there, mm-hmm. it felt like, like, people know each other individually, but they don't know each other as a collective, per se and you know like i tried i think while i was there to try and maybe create like bring people together you know like suggest oh let's do this together let's do that let's do this let's do that and i like up to when i left it was actually really my last sunday oh my gosh it was actually so my last sunday there it was so beautiful they got me ice cream cake and then they got me a, a bag and after church, all of us just sat down and people said some really nice things, which almost honestly kind of made me cry, to be honest. But okay. like, <laughs> Toxic masculinity, not, not in the <laughs> At all, man. At all. But yeah, people said some really nice things. And honestly, like, it was just beautiful, the fact that, like, we were all just sitting down and sharing a moment. And it was so crazy. It was after I was thinking, like, God, the thing that I'd been praying for for months and months... Why is it happening last Sunday that I'm there? It's probably you a glimpse know. into your future, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, you know. And I was even thinking to her, I was like, and what I kind of felt within me was like, you no, know, Ola, like, I put you here to sort of, I guess, set the marker, like set things in place for them, you know. And I think like, that is what I especially like because my life in the last like few years have been me like moving around i feel like i'm doing like projects for god to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like god's project engineer he's just sending me to different places i'm like okay god what are we doing here <laughs> yeah but like that, that that's sort of what i felt was like mm-hmm. kind of the way god wanted to use me in that space was just to set the tone basically but I still been praying like God, man. I need community. I need community. Like I know I need to be around people. I need to, like I don't want relationship. Like honestly, I just want friends. To be honest, like I feel like once I have friends, I'm like good. Cause me, I keep telling everybody. I said, man, I know myself. I know what I bring. I know that like, man, put me in a group chat and I'll light the thing up, man. Like for real. That's how much I risk myself. But like I'm like God. Why can't I find a place to express myself? And one of the things that my mom keeps reminding me of is always like, you know, God is probably like teaching you something in this season to rely on him. And I felt it too in terms of like, I feel like God is really trying to teach me to trust him and to just trust that he knows what he's doing, to be honest. And one of the things that I was, I think it was when I was on the plane to Calgary when I came for my dad's birthday. One of the things that I felt like God was ministering to me on the plane was, 
and I wrote it down. It was like, allow me to teach you a hard thing. And I put it, I shared it on like my close friend's story. And I was like, you know what? It, I, it didn't make sense then, but now it's kind of making sense, to be honest. Yeah. And I'm at the point now where it's like, okay, God, see, I trust you. It sucks. I don't have friends right now. I'm literally in Chicago. Literally, the only two places I've seen in Chicago is my apartment and work. You just so got far. here. You just got there on Sunday. Relax. I mean, I did. And I've been to, I went to a church on Sunday as well. You just but, got there on Sunday. But still, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just like telling God, I'm like, I really hope this is not what this is, cause I feel like this is the promise. I feel like I'm in the place of promise, but I don't know. <laughs> Land of milk and honey. Is that what you're uh, saying there? Land uh, of milk and honey. See, my dad, when I when I arrived, my dad messaged me, says, "Welcome to the promised land." I mean, I did that. I like, <laughs> How I did? Like I wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know me I'm, let me be a bit skeptical but what is Chicago called in the US I'm going to do my research I don't know don't, I don't know it's the Windy City that's what it's called I don't know any other name unless it's something like the land of no 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 your dad wasn't pretty prophetic are you serious no that was not being it has nothing to do with that bro Okay. Anyhow, Shah, like he was just for me I dipped it in a way where it was like I feel like I've been in a wilderness. I know I've been like I've been watching a bunch of sermons and they've been talking mm-hmm. a lot about Moses and the Israelites and how you know like Moses went through that whole like and the Israelites went through that whole wilderness season and like yeah. when God called them out of Egypt they went to the wilderness first before they went to the promised land. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, God, I really feel like I've been through my wilderness season. If you don't feel that way, no while I'll sure if if this is just extended wilderness in America, I'll I'll accept it. But I feel like I've been through it, to be honest. The last eight months of my life have been really, really extremely hard. So this promise, I'm still waiting on you. But I trust you. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's where it's. Right now, I don't have words, but. Me neither, man, to be honest. I th- I, like I'll say, I also feel like it's a new season for me as well. Mm. It's like God has been telling me the scripture where it's like, the glory of this house will be greater than the former. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? What mm. do you mean by that? Like, and I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, one of the things I really wanted, like God, this last f- few weeks has just been like revive ambition, desire, all of these things in me. And honestly, like I also spoke to you, I'm just like, okay, I want ambitions that are not, that do not prove myself to people. Because one thing about mm. me, I love to prove myself. I love to Ooh, prove myself. To, I love to prove myself. Ooh, <laughs> one of my brothers, one of my brothers in this house would be like, I'll be doubted all my life. And sometimes, like, I feel that. But I, the thing is that, like, learning about not trying to prove yourself, because sometimes some of the things you get here are out of just, you achieve these things just to prove yourself. And there's no, like, the reward you get is nothing. 
generally. Mm. The reward is you get is just nothing. Like I was listening to okay, three things out that I was reminded that today I was just trying to go through my head and just think about okay, ambition, why am I doing the things I'm doing and all of that. And there was a time I I, I don't know who who somebody has watched Ted Lasso, but there was a part of Ted Lasso. There was a part of Ted Lasso where Jamie Tart, his father was abusive and everything and all of that, and he didn't like. He he decided that one day during a game, because he's a soccer player and everything. One day during a game, he realized. Sorry, actually before that, he was just playing one day and he just realized. Some I'm not moves like I'm not feeling anger. Or I'm not oh, feeling yeah, pain. Exactly. I'm yeah, not feeling yeah, it anymore, yeah. and it's like. And he started crying, and he's like, "I can't find the ambition. I can't find what what mm. used to drive me to do to this." Ah, yeah. And he was like, "Sorry, spoilers. Sorry, I'm sorry if you listen, boy. Spoilers as well." But he, then he not kept on going and going. Then even during the game against his again uh, again during Man the game against Man City, and that yeah. Man City is his dad's team, he was looking out for his dad. He still yeah, wanted to prove anything, but he yeah. couldn't force it. Because again, I think he had healed and he just realized here, yeah, like, and you know what's funny? This is so crazy. What helped Jamie thought a lot here yeah, was he was around the, around people. Was because yeah, he was around mom. people. He was around mom. He was around good people like um, yeah. Ted Lasso, all these kind Even of things. But yeah, go watch Ted Lasso on Apple TV. It's a feel good movie. It's a feel good movie. And I'm like, sometimes, yeah, sometimes after the end of the show, I almost started crying sometimes. Like this is so good. I it's like my. So, it's actually really good writing. Really my really heart, good. my heart, my heart feels soft after it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I need I need things like that because, and I, I and I keep saying it that I'm looking for, godly ambition. I'm looking for things that will actually drive me for better. Because here's the thing, yeah. I feel like I'm still trying to find that balance where it's like I'm struggling to. Because left to me, I don't need to prove anybody to anybody. And when I don't prove anything to anybody, I'm good. Like, I'll live the mundane life. But mm. for me to strive for more, I still need that balance between ambition. And honestly, this may sound mad, but I still feel like I need a sprinkle of trying to prove myself. Um. Not really. I know. I know it, I might be wrong, but... Lately, this is me being honest. Like I still feel like I need that because, like, like I don't know, my doubters. <laughs> like that, that you, I know I'm joking, but I, no, I like, I, I, like let me, like my explanation is like it's something that I'm still learning to go through. Where it's like you mm-hmm. know what, I don't have to prevent it to anybody, but I still want this thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm thinking of this movie that I watched. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, King Richard. No, I have heard about it here. Oh my God. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. So it's about, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's basically the story of Serena Williams and uh, Venus. Venus Venus Williams. (laughs) It's a wrong Williams. That's a Destiny's Child. (laughs) Anyways, about Venus Williams and and their dad. The movie is basically about their dad. Mm-hmm. And so basically, there was a line in a dialogue between their dad and their mom, where um, the mom was basically saying that, "Oh, you spent your whole life trying to prove to everybody that you're not some dumb nigger, basically." And then 
he was like, and she was saying like, oh, like, um, I've never seen you that way. I've always thought you were this, 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 this. And I was talking to my dad about the movie after. And I was like, because even me to a certain point, I felt like I needed to prove to, I've always, I've also like kind of struggled with like wanting to prove myself to everybody to like show myself that to people to be like this is what i'm capable of this is what i can do and i was telling my dad i was like you know what's like there's nothing more dangerous than a person who has a point to prove but (laughs) when i kept on watching that movie what i realized was that the expense of trying to prove yourself to everybody is relationship with the people closest to you or even just relationship in general because you get so consumed with wanting to prove people wrong and doing everything by every means necessary um to the point where people just kind of become pawns on a chessboard and you sort of forget the value of relationship and there's a line i had in I don't think it's a, it's not Toby Wigwe that had the line. I think he quoted someone, but he said something about um, relationships are the greatest wealth. Yeah. And I think once I heard that, it's something that like I will believe forever, because really in this life, like the greatest like the greatest wealth that you ever attain in this life is the relationships that you have with people. But all that to kind of say that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like, yes, there is... Let me... Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Sorry. I bent down. That's when I'm serious. Because I was watching um, Formula One racing as well, too. Like, the Drive to Survive thing and everything. It's one of the things I used to pass that managers. And I saw... Spoiler alert again. Um, There was this guy in in one of the teams as well, too, in Red Bull. Red Bull is the best sporting team right now. They demoted him to the second team. And he said, I'm going to prove to you that I'm better than the person that you promoted. And Crazy. indeed, he, he had something to prove. Like, mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm just like, I can only agree with this person because, like, I know, listen, the underlying thing of proving someone is that you felt hurt and felt rejected. That is the truth. When you're trying to prove something is that in one way or the other, you felt hurt and rejected. Mm-hmm. But I always think to myself is that I can't stay hurt and feel rejected for so long. Mm. I, I know, yes, I like it's one opportunity in your life and it happened and all of that. But I feel like you can't stay hurt and rejected for the rest of like for a while. Like there's no, there's no need to sit with oh, My bad. That's not my rule. There's no need to wallowing that there's no need mm-hmm. to be in that space it's like okay i'm going to give the things to myself that will make me better mm-hmm. but what happened to me from that rejection cannot will, will, is a driver to be better if you get what i mean is it like I genuinely feel like there's a driving force there. Just a, uh, it shouldn't be the main motive, but it kind of helps. I get you. Um, 
I think it can be a driver as long as your whole ambition isn't centered around the people you are trying to prove wrong. Hmm. I think ultimately, like anything fruitful you want to do in this life, you have to do it because you want to do it. it. Yeah. Not because of like, because I think about it's like, okay, like after you're proving the person wrong, all right, their opinion changes, but I'm like, bro, did that person's opinion mean that much to you? Like, that's crazy. Because, like, to me, like, I think when I was in a point of, like, not just... Re- Actually, I still hold this opinion. I don't really rate other people. The only person I rate in this world is God. I respect human beings, but I, only, I don't rate them. I rate God, you know. But I think there was a point when I was, like, seriously, like, not rating people at all. And I was like, I always just tell myself, man, human being like you. Like, what does that person's opinion matter so much? Like, that person is a human being like you. Why is your own, your own opinion don't matter? And I feel like when you are, I think when, like when your life is so bent on and like focused on like somebody else, I'm like, okay, like the satisfaction of somebody kind of like clapping for you and being like, okay, well done, you proved me wrong. How long does that last for? Exactly. But it's, how do I say it? <laughs> I think it's a good starting point to help. Mm-hmm. Yes, starting point, yes. It's a good starting point. Let me put it this way because it's like, just the, like I've been learning about emotions and I'm always going to talk about my emotions. I'm learning how to handle them. Because like, the one thing about me is that once, what the hell did I say? Once, once I get into that space of, okay, I'm feeling a lot and everything, Mm-hmm. I know that I need to channel these emotions to something different. Mm-hmm. I know that I can't stay here because once I get into that space of, oh, I'm feeling this way, I can sit with it, but I tend to fall into a wallowing and just... And once, mm-hmm. I, once I go into wallowing stage, it's like, it's hard for me to get out of it for a while. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm going to channel this emotion of sadness and everything into getting better at myself. But yeah. in a way... It becomes like you're trying to prove yourself to like a loss or a breakup. You're trying to prove yourself that you like prove yourself to people that I'm worth it or like I see mm. like you, you get it like and that's one thing I've been asking God is like God help me like genuinely like I need I want to do these things for myself. Mm. I genuinely feel like I need to do these things for myself, but that need to prove myself. It's not worth. It's not. I don't. I don't want it, but it's there. Mm. What I need to do. You get what I'm saying. I want to be better, but at the same time, it's going to be, like, in a way, I'm still proving myself. So it's like be stuck between a rock and a hard place here. Uh, Man, you're proving yourself to people. Thing like I don't know. I just see it and I'm like, bro, like. I don't need to prove myself. I'm I'm yeah. very serious. You don't need to prove yourself. Like you're good the way you are. You are you, like I always say. There's blessing in there's a blessing and anointing on who you truly are, and that's yeah. where that's what God needs to be. But again, there are things you want to improve about yourself. Definitely, but like don't do it because you want to now come back to this person and like handing your assignment and say, "See, I've done my homework." 
<laughs> like like accept me kind of but thing. how is but then how is I'm asking this for myself yeah, yeah, yeah how then will you like how then will you now figure like figure out okay I want to do this for myself but at the same time I can see it trying to, I can see that there's like it's not I would say it's like there's a hidden motive here like I don't want that motive but it's there but I need to do this thing but it's also like the motive might be skewed because I don't or like I don't want to prove myself but the motive mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. but I still want to do this thing for myself you know what and I think that's fair because like that's completely fair because I mean while human beings so like yeah, always, for example, I don't know, like, if if a babe told me that, yeah, man, like, I don't know, like, you need to lift more or something. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to lift more. And then she sees me, like, always in the back of my head, when I'm, like, bench pressing, like, 700 pounds, I'm, yeah. like, thinking about, I hope she can see me now, you know? I hope uh, she can see me yeah. now. But, yeah. but, like, if... I feel like it's kind of pointless if like all your satisfaction is just kind of derived at the point that okay the babe cannot see that you are doing this thing no i feel like yes it might be part of it uh-huh um and there's something that i think i mentioned to you once is about like um don't focus on changing opinions focus on changing yourself and then opinions won't change regardless and i stand by that because I honestly just stand on... But isn't that proving yourself, though? Isn't that proving yourself away? But but it's proving yourself to yourself. Hmm. Like, it's proving... It's like proving yourself to yourself, but, like, you have the understanding that everybody else's opinion is going to change. Like, like your focus is... is, It's all about focus. It's like you don't focus on changing people's opinions. That is not the driving... And that's um, not even what I that's not even what you want. Like generally my yeah. my motive is okay, I want to get better. I need this for certain mm-hmm. situations. Like for you, you want to bench because you feel good when you bench and you feel good mm-hmm. and you feel good as a person when you go gym and all of that and you like yeah. you get a better job, you go this this, you go do that. Mm-hmm. Like you do get feel better about yourself. But again, I would say that it's that hidden motive. Because mm-hmm. me, I hate doing things when it comes to proving myself. I'd rather not do something if, the, if I'm trying to prove myself. I'd rather not do it. But again, it means that I'm slowing down my life because I'm trying to not. Like, it's like I'm stopping my I life. I see. It's like this internal battle because it's like, well, am I doing this thing because of this person or like. It's like you're kind of stuck in the middle place. Yes. It's like the tension, like dog mm-hmm. of war, and you're in the middle where it's like, I know I want to do this thing, but. Like, if I'm doing it, am I, like, deceiving myself and telling myself I'm doing it because of me? Or I I understand that. And I feel like you have to wrestle with that for a bit um, until, like, the side that is, like, I'm doing this for me starts to win and pull you a bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Because I think, yes, there is that wrestle between, okay, am I doing this to prove a point? Or am I doing this because of me? Yeah. And I think... It takes time and a bit of self-reflection to separate 
this thing that you want to do from the person that has proposed it or the person that has said oh you need to do this you need to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and like really like think about like okay is this something i want to do like for example like um for me at the end of this year there was someone who i was you know about this but like somebody who i was talking to uh mm-hmm. for a while not for a while but like she had like mentioned certain things that i need to work on to be Uh honest Uh and i think in the early phases of like working on it yeah i think there are points where i wanted to now like show to this person like see i'm doing these things submit your submit your homework submit my assignments basically but then i think as i sort of moved past it i now started to realize like okay no, I'm actually like I feel better as an individual doing these things for myself, you know, and I'm grateful that this person called these things out mm-hmm. and I'm grateful that they mentioned it to me. Yeah. You know, but then it's less about them now. It got to the point where it's like, it's less about you. Like this is it's really about me. You mm-hmm. know, kind of like main character energy, not being a narcissist by by any means. But yeah, kind of like, yeah. You need. I don't know. This is probably. I feel like there are certain things that main character energy can seem like arrogance, but you actually need it sometimes. You need it, man. You need it. You need it. Like you need that main character energy. Like there are a lot of things that people do. Yeah, that mm-hmm. we call we tag arrogance, we tag this, we tag that. Obviously, there's extreme level of narcissism and all of those kind of things. But yeah, I feel of like course. There's certain times where you need those things because I feel like main character energy sometimes helps you, you know, Essential. build your confidence, build your confidence. Like there are certain things that I think are helpful for a person mm-hmm. in the long run, like main character energy, like motivation sometimes, those little things. And like in the long run, you know, this is benefiting you, but you know, in the yeah. short run, like, <laughs> in a way, you just want to be better. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a place where it's it's, a, it's it's literally a stock between a rock and a hard place because again i tried my best to look at myself it's like what is your motivation for doing this mm. what is your motivation for doing this well like there are certain things like like for me now i there was a time where i stopped doing something because my motivation was to feel among but then after some time i was like i just i i just started doing it and i was like I don't think I'm doing this to feel among anymore. I actually enjoy doing this. Like, it, there was no... Like, I had to check myself, like, oh, I don't feel like I... Like, I enjoy this now. Like, it's enough to feel among. Like, I know that I would... I enjoy this mm-hmm. as a person. And, like, this is not about anyone. And this mm. is about me. So, like... But it's, like... uh, For things that are very good for you, like... Seasons can pass you by when you're not doing this thing because it's like you're trying to figure out your motivations and you're trying to figure out yourself. Like, but I think there's this point in your life where you just have to start choosing. Okay, I want these things for myself because I want yeah. them. I want them. Mm. I want them. Yes, that internal motivation. That if you bring these things to God, I always say it's like God will give you the desires of your heart and mm-hmm. confession. You telling him that, yeah actually just even i think god takes pleasure in that way it's like yeah you are telling me your motivation and you know this already and mm. i like obviously he's the one that reveals it to you but you're not even wasting time to fight that okay yeah my motivation is not this and then, but you already know 
and you submitted this to him. It's like mm. that's not a problem. Like again, I feel like like you said how you you felt like okay, you've healed and you do all of that. I will never forget what something what somebody said. They said they had an injury in their arm and they kept like mm-hmm. looking at it and looking at it. But the moment they just removed their hand and just did life like it was not there, they looked and they're like, "Oh, like it was there, like nothing happened." Mm. So it's the same thing for all of these kind of things. It's like I feel like when you lay down these things, when you like bring them to God and you surrender and you just say, "This is my issue. Help mm. me with it." That is where you now feel like okay, in mm. like the moment you remove your eye, that's what you call cast your cares. Like literally, cast your cares, yeah. cast it, throw it there. Literally, then when you turn back and you're like, and you forget about it because that's one thing I'm really struggling with. Like literally, it's like I, I hyper focus. Mm. Like I said, my my mind is something that once I focus on something, yeah, it's hard to shift my mind from it. But once I have learned that the way God works with me is like once you learn to remove your mind from this thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's when you will realize like if you live like again it's like i think it's, it's letting go and allowing god to do this thing but also allowing mm-hmm. yourself just to it's a, in a way it's called co- i think it's coasting mm. it's like you coast like a child when it's like you have no worries like it's in god's mm. hands here because again because for me i'm a very self-reflective person and whenever i feel this motivation and everything it's like it dampens myself it's like i want to do this thing but this thing is still here but again remember that you've already casted it down to god like mm. <laughs> doesn't the bible sorry go ahead the bible there's a bible verse that i think i was listening to this morning about i'm going to paraphrase very badly but something about how who can ascend to the place of the lord only those who come with like a Contract pure heart pure heart yeah some, something like that uh, sincere heart and how i think god honestly values sincerity and I think actually telling him like, hey, God, I won't lie. I know I want to be great in this aspect, but a lot of my motivation is coming from wanting to prove people. You know mm-hmm. what? Like, you're right. I find like once you do that, it's almost like, at least for me, the times where I've told God like, okay, God, like, to be honest, I have this desire, but I kind of don't know if it's in the right place or wrong place. I always find like something shifts after because I was just honest with him. That's I'm just honest with myself. I always one of the things I always remembered from one of my one of the season of wilderness was the desires of your heart aren't bad; they mm-hmm. just need purification mm-hmm. and on purification and sanctification. And the only way purification and sanctification can occur, one of the few ways that helps is confession. Yeah, because confessions build intimacy with God. Mm. So if that's why you have to be honest with yourself many, many times. Like, yep. it's, 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 God will never bless who you pretend to be. He, he will bless be. who you bless, he will bless who you truly are. Yep. He will mm. never bless who you pretend to be. He will bless you who you truly are. So, when your motivations feel out of alignment and everything, and you're just like, yeah, like, this is not, I want to do this for myself. I really want to do these things because they are good for me. Yeah, but they are not. But, but the motivation is out of line. I'm struggling with. I'm struggling with that. Yeah. Mm. Then we see God do the wonders because again, it's only Him that can actually change those things. It's not you. That's so true. Yeah, true. Because like that's so true, man. 
Because, like, I mean, like, we're all motivated by something. But mm. and you're right. Like, a lot of the things that we... Like, a lot of the things that we want to do, all the desires, they are... Mm. They're not inherently bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there is... I actually don't think that they are really, like, bad desires. I just think they are bad motives and motivations. Yeah. You know? And so, it's kind of like the only person who can... Because ultimately, like, your motivation dictates how you go about fulfilling a desire, you know? And so, if you want that desire to be fulfilled in the purest form, you need the motivation to be purified. Yeah. Like you said, you know, that's so true, man, honestly. I needed that. I needed it for myself because now I just I feel like I've set myself free from the burden of, like, being too hard on myself where it's like... The motivation is wrong. Like, again, I'm very, very self-reflective. If I feel like something is not fixed after I said it, whereas uh, that's yeah. that, that I, I feel like, yeah, this is not working. But the issue here is motivation. Mm. Like, one thing about me is that I like to break. I feel like, you know how we have, like, when something is tied up in many strings and everything like that, I'll do my best to tie uh, untie the entire string yeah. on what is really the issue here mm-hmm. and when i realize this is the issue it's like i'm i'm hurt or uh there's something not good going right here or this is an mm-hmm. issue you, you know find getting to the root of the issue there that's when you can say yeah this is really this because again god doesn't want to deal with the uh god tends to want to deal with the root, root not, the, not the symptom not the symptom mm. so yeah man like yeah it's motivation then, yeah but then i think like just with regarding to like wanting to find like the solution to problems and untangle all the clusters i feel like there are certain times where you just need to sit with the problem and sit with it and not want to solve everything um, that's a big problem for me because I'm I, 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 like oh crap my phone probably just died. I am a fixer and I tend to want to do all these things but it's there's just a lot of things that you know you learn and you're like okay I need to sit with this emotion especially when you want to do these things the right way because honestly the, the easiest thing you could do is actually escape these emotions and like escape how you feel and not do the work and you tend to just feel out of alignment you tend to feel like okay what is the problem with me but when you come back i'm just gonna we're just gonna take a quick break again so that i can fix his phone and we'll be right back because i wanted to ask him a question all right guys so yeah just again Connection issues are usually happening, but yeah. Uh, so just to finish up, uh, I wanted to. When you mean sitting with these things and everything, like sitting with this, like let's say for instance, jealousy, anger, uh, all of these kind of things. But sometimes you need to find find the root of the issue. What do you then do? Because like I want to understand the difference between sitting. And everything because sometimes you can't you can't change how you feel you just have to keep holding on to the truth one way or the other so what is what does that have to do with 
there's a song by Andy Minu and there's a line that he says uh let me see if I can remember. He says can't get rid of the pain, it won't heal. Only we Okay, can it's somewhere around like around like can't get rid of the pain, it won't heal. Only way to get through it is to feel. Um and I feel I feel like with your like with those kind of feelings, anger, emotion, whatnot, especially as a Christian, mm-hmm. I think like we spoke about like confession is supremely important in terms yep. of telling God, God I'm kind of mad. I'm annoyed. I don't like the way I feel right now. Mm-hmm. This is not great. Um, and I think especially for like the overwhelming emotions, and I'll speak for myself, like overwhelming emotions, things like loneliness. And I think that's one of the most overwhelming emotions for me is like loneliness. Yeah. Um, what I have found is that, especially recently, is telling God, how I feel, but also saying, I beg, I need strength. <laughs> I need strength because I don't know how to like handle this right now. And I could go and I could run to advice, to be honest, like pornography or whatnot, just go and try and feel this whole, but I need strength. Yeah. And I think that's probably like one of the, I think that's, how we're supposed to get through these things because i think that's one thing that i've been learning to as well this year is being able to trust god with my emotions which is a huge part of also trusting god and being like yeah god i trust you enough to have a solution or a resolution to the way i'm feeling now um so yeah like i feel like you sit with it and just communicate with god while you're there yeah yeah you're right yeah you're right i don't know anyway, i don't know man don't anyways we're all figuring this thing out guys yeah, i'm sorry cool. i think we're gonna have to cut it here shortly because i have to go and watch a movie tonight because it's tuesday and i'm doing self-love how did you know oh you're watching barbie <laughs> I've watched Oppenheimer, so I need to watch. I need to watch it on one, so that's why I want to go watch it on my own. So I, 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 want watch, I want to watch a Barbie movie. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see how, like, I want to see the hype. I watched Oppenheimer, I liked it, but now I'm going like, I need to see. Okay, what is the reason? I'm not wearing pink. I'm wearing brown. I'm boycotting. <laughs> it, so no problem. Thank you guys for listening. We'll continue our soft launches and various other information will be coming back to you Crazy. soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for whoever is turning on your bell. You are the realest God one. And the God, the, the, as you turned on the bell for you, God will turn everything Amen. on for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's so Please, please, please. <laughs> Bye. Peace.